Hey girl, welcome to the Living a Life Unlimited podcast, a podcast designed for the woman who wants it all in this one life we get to live. I'm your host, life coach and mindset expert, Allison Cheatham, and I'll be teaching you how to create and live a life on your terms, a life unlimited. You ready? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode and another week of Living a Life Unlimited. I feel like I probably start out every single episode the exact same, but it's okay. I've noticed a pattern in podcasters that that's typically what happens. And they may have a little snippet of something that they talk about after they do their normal little intro. It is what it is. We all got to start some way somehow. But what I want to bring you all today in this week's episode is all about money. I know y'all are going to be excited for this one. (laughs) Who doesn't want to make more money, right? Like, come on now. So we're going to learn all about how to attract more of it, how to become an energetic match for it, just all things money you could think of. We're going to cover it right here, right now. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. So just as everything else in life, you are where you are with money and your relationship with money because of what you think about money, right? Because of what you believe is true about money. So how you grow in your relationship with money comes down to three different things. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So you can grow and heal in your relationship, attract all the money in the world, right? Because there's so much of it. It is completely abundant out there. There's so much freaking money out in the world. So let's give some to you, right? So the three things that we're going to cover today and how we're going to grow our relationship around money comes to one, your awareness around money and your money story. We're going to talk about what all that means here in just a second. Two, challenging and shifting and rebuilding what you believe to be true about money, which we're going to reframe your money story. And then number three is becoming her. What I mean by that when I say is becoming her is really becoming the woman who has it all with her finances, right? So a lot of this work is acting as if in order to become a match vibrationally, energetically to attract what you're after. That's exactly what I'm talking about here is showing up in the space of acting like you have the money as that next level version of you in order to attract it, right? So going different places, hanging around different people, buying certain things, not buying certain things, right? Is really embodying that next level you and becoming her that has it all when it comes to her finances. So Let's dive in. I'm excited. Okay, so the first step was awareness, right? The first step to creating different results in anyone's life does come down to awareness because if they don't know that something needs to change in the first place, they can't begin to work on it to create the change, right? Without being aware that something is holding you back or in your way, you simply cannot create anything different because you don't know that you need to work on it, right? (laughs) You don't even know that there's a problem to solve. So awareness is everything. When you can have awareness and be like, ah, aha, curiosity, 
aha moments, right? That is the beginning of everything changing for you. So kudos to you when you have awareness because that is step one of creating something different. So how you become aware is to identify and review your thoughts around this matter. And of course, in this case, we're talking all about money, honey, right? So become aware of your thoughts around money that starts with identifying your money story. Your money story is your beliefs that you took in as a child subconsciously or consciously from those that you love or that you respect or you looked up to somewhere along the way, right? That specific person that you trusted unintentionally projected their limiting beliefs upon you and like those are their limiting beliefs but they did it out of the loveness and like lovingness and kindness of their heart because they truly do believe the information that they're sharing you and they want nothing but the best for you so you can't have this or you can't have that or we don't go after this or we don't go after that but all that's really happening here is it's projected fear projected limiting beliefs from what that person believes and they've created that from what like someone that they trusted and respected has taught from them along the way or their childhood and it's this vicious cycle that continues to just repeat until someone comes in and says it doesn't have to be this way and that's this for you right like this doesn't have to be your money story saying that you can't afford this or you can't have this because you don't have the finances that doesn't have to continue with you right you get to be the one that steps in and challenges that belief and says this doesn't have to be my limiting belief this doesn't have to be my money story right so I want you to really take a second and think about what are the main things that you learned about money when you grew up, right? As a child, can you remember any limiting beliefs or unserving thoughts or statements that didn't serve you when it comes to money, right? So some examples to get your brain wheels turning here. Maybe money doesn't grow on trees, right? How many times have we heard that growing up? More than likely, everyone in their life has heard that at one point or another, right? Money doesn't grow on trees or it's not polite to talk about money or rich people are greedy, right? Ooh, and selfish. I know that's a big one for a lot of people. Or you have to work hard for your money. You have to grind and you have to hustle, right? Like I work less and make more than I ever have, even with a master's in nursing, right? And I created a six-figure business working less, doing what I love. I don't have to hustle. I don't have to grind. So I came in and re rerouted that thought process and that limiting belief saying this doesn't have to be true for me, right? So whatever you identify, those limiting beliefs, what you believe to be true about money is your current money story. That is what your current money story is. So again, it doesn't have to be that way. And that's what we're going to change throughout this episode, right? So I want you to really think about what do you want to be true about money, right? Really look at that. And we just have to rewire your beliefs and rewrite this money story for this to be your new reality, for you to start attracting money coming to you easily and effortlessly or whatever you want to be true about money, right? All we have to do is recondition your brain 
to think differently, more serving thoughts when it comes to money. Because right now, your brain only runs to the most programmed, the most conditioned thought out of safety in general. And right now, the most programmed and conditioned thought is the fearful one, right? This is normal for like normal human beings in general. So really... Go in and change these thoughts, change these thought patterns, these beliefs, these statements that aren't serving us and do this work over and over and over to recondition your brain to this new thought, right? And then over time with consistency of really shifting your thoughts and recreating this money story, your new conditioned thought will be what you want to be true about money or money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Again, whatever you want to be true about money will be the most conditioned thought when you continue to practice this work consistently, right? And on the like every day. (laughs) So... That leads me into number two, challenging and shifting and rebuilding what you believe to be true about money, right? So once we become aware of our limiting beliefs, which you just did by answering those questions and what you believe to be true about money right now with your current money story, let's actually question and examine those thoughts, right? Let's see if there's actually any truth to them. And then we're going to rewrite them for yourself and prove those beliefs that you think to be true right now completely wrong. Again, remember that beliefs are simply only thoughts that are on repeat that has created a belief. And that's why, again, your brain runs to the most conditioned thought, which is typically negative. But here, all we have to do is think the thoughts that we want to be true about money over and over and over again Thoughts will turn into beliefs. Beliefs will then create your reality, right? So that's how it all shifts here, just to touch on that. So like I said, becoming aware of your limiting beliefs and let's question them and examine them and rewrite them. So let me give you an example of what this actually will look like, right? So if I have a limiting belief or a thought that money can't buy happiness, right? How many times have we heard that, right? And some of you are going to be like, "Mm, hang on. I don't know about this. Money can't buy happiness because happiness isn't always about money, right? (laughs) Let me break this down for you, okay? So if I then question and examine this thought process, my current money story, and actually say, hang on. So what does happiness actually mean to me, right? And then I answer that. That for me, what happiness means to me is traveling, laughing, being around friends or family or being my own boss and CEO or going out to dinner with friends and loved ones and investing in myself, investing in my business, like creating experiences and memories, seeing the world. I already said traveling, but you get my drift. (laughs) Um, So that's what brings happiness to me. And that's what happiness means to me, right? So when I rewrite this belief or thought, I actually realize that money enhances and supports my happiness and what it means to me. So while money can't buy my happiness, money supports what happiness means to me, right? Because would I be able to travel? Would I be able to invest in myself? Would I be able to go to dinner and create memories and experiences with friends and families and loved ones if I didn't have the money? So it really comes down to money just supports the happiness and what happiness means to me. So really, once you identify your current money story, question and examine the beliefs that you wrote down. Are they actually true? 
There, That doesn't speak truth for my spe- specific example that I just gave you. And then I rewrote it in a way that served me and proved it wrong. And that is my new statement. I'm going to repeat my new thought to create this new conditioned programmed belief that actually serves me going forward, right? So my work here is now to continue to rewrite and repeat out loud every single day this new belief system, which is money enhances and supports happiness and what it means to me, right? So a quick recap, because I gave you like an example through all of that, right, is when we're working on shifting your money story and rebuilding your beliefs, one, what are your limiting thoughts and beliefs around money? Two, question each of these deeply and thoroughly and examine them. Are they actually true? How can you prove them wrong? Where is the evidence that will prove them wrong? Number three, rewrite each belief in a way that actually better serves you. And then four, you're going to feel an emotional uplift after you see the possibility in this new statement as well because you're going to realize that this belief doesn't have to be true and this new one that you just rewrote actually feels much better and it's exciting and it's inspiring and it's empowering and it's motivating, right? So then you're going to show up in that space and go out in the, in the world in, in that energy, right? Which again is going to help you become the energetic match, vibrational match for the money that you're desi- desiring too, right? So from there, number four, you're going to say these new thoughts or new beliefs every single day out loud, read them, write them. The more that your brain can see them, your eyes can like visualize it, the more that you can hear it any way possible, the more that you can condition this into your brain as its new way of thinking, the better off you are, right? And of course, the faster it's going to shift, the more work that you're willing to do about it, right? So that is step one and step two. And that brings me to step three, which is about becoming her. So how do we actually become her? What does that mean? Again, again, from the beginning of the episode, I told you that that stands for how do you continue to show up in your everyday life to become the woman who has it all when it comes to her finances, right? So how do we do this? Anything that we desire in life, we have to first be it in order to attract it. Again, I said that also at the beginning of this. It's super important to just reiterate that because that is how you get what you desire. You have to act as if, right? So we have to align our frequency with the woman that we desire becoming and the woman who has this life with those finances, right? So surrounding yourself with the high vibe things and the experiences and the people in order to attract the money you desire into your life is going to be a good idea. Hint, hint, wink, wink for you, right? (laughs) So let's look into this. Let's peel this back. What does this actually look like when we're attempting to become her and we're stepping into becoming her, right? Not attempting. We're stepping into. Let me correct my language on that. (laughs) So how does the highest version of you start her day, right? What does that actually look like? What does her morning routine look like? Does she take time out of her day to ride around and search for her dream home, right? I remember being like, I don't know, 18, 19 years old with my best friend and we would drive around and just think about like we would drive around in the richest neighborhoods of where we grew up and just visualize ourselves and our future of having that home, right? And really embodying that and experiencing that feeling and 
and getting giddy and getting excited and we were so pumped about what could be it put us in the space of belief and it's space of possibility right so what does that look like for you also too when I didn't think that my husband and I were financially able to move anywhere you know in our last home I would still surround myself with my phone of homes that would be amazing to live in right I would still put myself in that energy so do you take time to ride around searching for that dream home for you what do you do on a daily basis to raise your specific vibe right or you know since we're talking about like the next level you what does she do on a daily basis to raise her vibe to become a like match or a frequency to attract that money that she desires right she more than likely doesn't show up in lack or fear and she chooses and comes from a place of love and abundance always, right? That next level you who has the finances and the money relationship that you could only dream of, she does believe in love and abundance and she does function from that space and she doesn't function from fear and scarcity, right? So every situation in life Again, even money is approached with love or fear. So however you respond, that same energy is, of course, going to be attracted to you no matter what we're talking about. But since we're talking about money, that's what's going to happen here too, right? If fear is present around the thought of money, you're attracting scarcity. You're attracting negative thoughts or you're having the negative thoughts and you're going to create more of what you don't actually want. You're attracting more fear. You're feeding this limiting belief and this fearful relationship around money, right? And you can never have the money that you desire while living with a scarcity mindset. It's just not going to happen for you. So really be aware of when you look at your bank account, are you fearful? When you look at your debt, right? Are you fearful? Are you coming from love and abundance, right? So when you are hurt, would you avoid bills that need to be paid, right? Because there's not enough money in the bank. Would you do that? Would you be grateful for the monthly payments that you are making on your bills, on your investments, on your loans, or whatever it may be? Would you feel anxious when... You go to the grocery and are you counting and adding up every little thing, right? What actions are you taking around your money and how are you thinking about it and how are you treating it? So I really want you to take a second and identify what you're doing with your money that comes from scarcity or lack and what you're doing with your money when it comes from love and abundance, right? You might realize that you have nothing when it like money wise when it comes to being like loving and abundant around your money. It might all be scarcity. It might be a mix. It's, this is going to show you where to start like putting your time, energy and effort in shifting your mindset from scarcity into love and abundance, right? To heal this relationship to attract more money to you. So how can you come from a more loving and abundant place and mindset with your money than you currently already are? Right. And another approach, if you're choosing from love and abundance, what are the thoughts that you need to think to not avoid paying your bills? How can you find gratitude for your debt? What thoughts will help you feel grateful? Right. Like my thought process is, is like 
I am so grateful for the debt that I have while I'm working on paying it off. It allowed me to have what I wanted when I wanted it, right? Like I have a master's in nursing and I'm probably six figures alone in school debt, right? Not even talking about other, like maybe just credit cards or anything. And as much as that makes me want to cringe, I've done a lot of work mentally around every piece of debt, every amount of money of debt that I have, it literally supported me and gave me what I wanted in that moment more than anything, right? There was a time that I was crying because I didn't have the money to go to nursing school. There was a time that I wanted nothing more than to get the loan, than to get the FAFSA, than to get the assistance to get my master's, right? So my debt or, and and that goes to like my school, but also like my credit card debt that I have, I'm resourceful enough to figure out, I believe so much in what I'm doing, I will find a way to invest if I currently don't have that amount of income that I need in that moment. And coaching has been something that I have put on a credit card. There's no shame in my game, right? If I'm all in and I know what I'm after and I believe in myself, then of course I can pay it off in no time, right? But I'm super grateful for it, for what it provided and what it allowed and the opportunities that it provided. I've literally gotten everything that I want in that moment because someone was gracious enough to be like, hey, here's a credit card and you can just pay us a little bit a month, like maybe for the rest of like whoever whoever knows how long, right? But I'm going to give you this money right here, right now because you want that thing or you want, you see the importance of this, you see value in this and I'm going to go ahead and let you have that, right? Every debt that you have in this moment, you wanted that thing in that moment and that debt provided you to have that. How can you be grateful for your debt, right? Such a game changer, such a like shift of a thought process, but it's such a game changer. How can you be grateful for the debt that you have? How can you see it as not a bad thing, right? It's got this negative connotation with the world and society that it's like, oh, so negative and all the things, right? And while I'm working to become debt-free, I don't feel that it's a negative thing by any means because, again, it's provided me with what I wanted when I wasn't able to get it myself. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that, right? So what are the thoughts that you need to think to maybe not feel anxious when you check your bank account, right? Maybe an example is money is energy that circulates back to me and I can't wait to see in all the ways that it comes back to me. So another way and part of becoming her is also spending time focusing on what she desires, right? Is seeing the finances, speaking them into existence. So this work is all about retraining and rewiring your brain. So do that in order to notice when money comes to you to help instill this new belief that money doesn't have to be hard, right? Money can come to you easily. It can come to you effortlessly to help show your brain that money is truly abundant and it is all around you, right? I think about the money that is all around me. That's a a statement that has like always stuck out to me. Like money is all around me. Think about the cars that are passing by you whenever you are driving. What are what's the loose change in their pockets or in their car door, right? Like mine is full of like dog-haired penny 
covered or penny covered dog hair. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I think you get my gist, right? Maybe some little Coke droplets, dried syrup on it, right? But it's money. Hey. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But it might be a little grimy. It might be a little gross, but there's money, right? And think about the banks and in the vaults and all the restaurants that are around you and the stores that are around you and like the gas station. Like, I mean, I could break down every little thing, right? But there's so much money around you. It is not limited. There is an abundant amount and it is all around you. That really sticks out for me. So I just wanted to share that with you. So where has money unexpectedly come to you this week, right? Let's bring awareness to money when it's coming to you, when you see it, when you don't, and just continue to bring awareness to that, right? So maybe not this week, but when and where in the past has money come to you unexpectedly? Maybe you found a penny on the ground when you were on a walk. And don't say, oh, it's just a penny. No, your brain doesn't know the difference until you acknowledge it's just a penny, right? So money is money. Like, let, let that be. <laughs> so maybe you find a penny on the ground. Maybe it was a birthday card that came in the mail. Maybe it was a refund check. Or maybe someone finally paid you back for something that was long overdue. Really make an awareness and acknowledgement and connect those mental dots of money coming to you easily and effortlessly or whatever you want to be true about money that we did in step number one. Repeat that, right? Whenever money is around you easily or whenever you do notice money, right? Money comes to me easily. It comes to me effortlessly. Money is all around me. Make a conscious effort to notice when it comes to you or when you're swiping also and spending, right? So being grateful for the amount that you have in there and watching it leave and watching it come back, right? Instead of being in that scarcity mindset of when you're paying for something. Notice that money does love you and that it can't stay away from you because it's all around you, right? <laughs> Practice gratitude when you become aware that money is coming to you and is all around you. So a fun exercise too that you can do is leave money or spare change around the house and hide it, right? Put it under the couch cushion, put it in a drawer, put it in the refrigerator, I don't care where. Um, but basically, the, the thought process behind this is when you come across it is to practice gratitude and be so excited when you find it and then reinstate the belief of money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Money is all around me or again, whatever you identified to be, you want to be true about money, right? Notice that it is abundant, that it is everywhere, right? That you can find it, it comes to you unexpectedly because two weeks ago, it's already been two weeks since you put that under the couch cushion and you were cleaning the house and you found a $5 bill, right? <laughs> so see that it is abundant, that it's always there. So another way that you can become her is visualizing and meditating, right? Meditate and visualize what you desire when it comes to your finances for at least a five minute minimum per day. So visualize what it would feel like to have the money that you desire. What would you be doing? Where would you be going? What would you experience? What would you be wearing? Who would you be hanging out with and where are you, right? What are you drinking? What are you eating? How are you giving back to others? And then the last step of becoming her and seeing and speaking it into existence is 
some questions that you can journal on. Of course, I've given you a lot of questions already to journal on, but here's a little bit more that actually goes in like the journaling section that I've I've laid out for this podcast outline. <laughs> so why do I deserve money? I am worthy of money because what amazing things has money allowed me to have? I'm grateful to money because what have I experienced in life because of money? How have I benefited others with money? Or how can I benefit others with money? And why do I want to make a lot of money? What will it provide for me, for my family, for others? Right? That is what it's about, is truly becoming aware of what you currently believe about money, is identifying why you are where you are in your current relationship with money because of that money story. It's about challenging and shifting and rebuilding what you believe to be true about money, repeating those more serving thoughts to create the beliefs that are actually conditioned, repeating them every day, writing them down, saying them out loud and doing the things that is next level you to become her now, right? And putting yourself in the position of the woman who does have it all when it comes to her finances now and not later in order to attract what you're actually ultimately after, which is more money. It's growing and healing in that money relationship. And that, my friends, is what I have for you. I know that you're going to love this episode. So go ahead, feel free to screenshot you listening to this, upload it on the IG, tag me at Allison Cheatham underscore, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. If you're picking up what I'm putting down and want to take this work even deeper, I want to invite you to work with me privately in creating a life that's on your terms. Learn the tools, the knowledge, and the mindset approach to create anything you desire from here on out. Six months, you and me, and a lifetime of results. You've got one life to live. Let's make it count. The link to apply will be in the show notes.